Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. In this episode, I will continue to speak on Plato's apocalyptic and minutely or minute uh, biography of the Son of God. This is a unique thing, a thing that's in the King James Bible, a thing that needs to be and should be known by all, by all especially by all who handle it, the Bible or have anything at all to do with it. All right. Uh, so we're going to continue with the bow, the bow. All right. I want to do this first. Hear these things. This is the word that the Lord has spoken concerning him. When he is come, he will tell the people all things. The Lord give the understanding in all things. And no man regarded. No man spake openly of him. He shall teach you all things. Many good works have I showed you from my father. He brought me up. And a certain man found him. He sought me out very diligently and found me. The Lord will bring to light the hidden things. My God will hear me. No man knoweth the things of God. There is a God that reveals secrets in heaven. I read those statements, 10 or 11 statements there. Now, what understanding did you get from my reading those scriptures? Well, let me answer the question. You got absolutely no understanding, although I read things coming from the King James Bible. They were just to your ears and your understanding meaningless statements. Meaningless. You have no idea what's going on. It didn't give you any information of value. Matter of fact, it didn't give you any information at all. I just read some scriptures. And as I said to you and your ears, meaningless statements. Meaningless 
points. Now, I did that to say this. It is necessary and it is incumbent upon me to give clarity to Bible statements. That's my duty. That is the duty of the Son of God. Plato gives statements. All right? Plato has said, the Lord God will come. He said, he that shall come will come. He said, our God shall come and shall not keep silence. And he said, and he shall live. And finally he said, and he did. Still, no idea who is, who is first of all, no idea who's doing the talking. No idea who he's talking about. No idea, unless you've already listened to me, no idea who the Lord God is, therefore no idea of any knowledge regarding he who shall come. And he shall live. And he did. The question is who? The who, that is the question. That's why, and of course, this is only this is sensible, it's intelligent, intelligible. Uh, I give clarity to what is going on, what is being said. Now, before the Son of God came, no one knew. Who, who these scriptures that I read, all maybe 15 or 16 scriptures that I read, who was being talked about in any of those passages before I came? No one knew. No one had any idea at all. So, the Son of God, when he comes, he has a necessary duty. It is necessary for him to, number one, give clarity, and number two, uh, let the people know who he, who he is. Now, his works speak for him. The Son of God's works speak for him. And this brings us to the bio, the biography, Plato's apocalyptic and minute biography of the Son of God who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. Very inf important information. I want to read some things here. This will just take a, sh a little while, a short while. Listen. John 3, verse 21 says, He that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest. I just said, my, the Son of God's works, my works, speak for themselves. They speak for me. 
my works. He that doeth truth. What is that talking about? He that performs truth. He that works truth. That's what they're saying. He that works truth, he that performs truth, comes to the light. But he is the one that comes to the light. Uh, he that doeth truth. But he is the son of God in that statement. And he enlightens the people of what's going on. Now, John 3, verse 20 says this, For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Neither cometh to the light. Everyone that doeth evil. I can say, who among you, who of you, love the truth of Bible content? Because that's the truth that the King James Bible deals with. The truth of Bible content. What is truth? That's the question the Bible asks. What is truth? In regard to the things that are in the book. The King James Bible. What is truth? Is there anything in the King James Bible that is true? Yes, there is. What, Tommy? What, Son of God? Well, this is true. Plato promised and predicted saying this. The Lord God will come. Well, the Lord God is here at this present time. So the, what is truth? Truth is the Lord God will come. That statement is true. It's proved to be true. Then the statement, he that shall come will come. It's in the book of Hebrews. What is truth? He that shall come will come. That statement is true because it has happened. Just like the first statement, the Lord God will come. It happened. Those two statements are fulfilled. They happened. The Lord God has come. Now, remember the statement earlier in the week? Uh, the Son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. That we may know him that is real. The man Tommy L. Hart is real. The man, Tommy L. Hart, has performed the things the King James Bible says the Lord, the Son of God, will do when he comes. Now, let's be real. Let's be sincere. Now, let's be clear. The man, Tommy L. Hart, 
has performed those things, the Bible says, the King James Bible says, the Lord God will do when he comes. And, I mean, it's, those things are crystal clear. I've been talking about them for some time now. They're crystal clear. They are true as crystal. They are true. Even the other statements that I read. But before I get back to them, let me read some more of these. Now, everyone that doeth evil hates the light. Do you love truth? Do you love truth of Bible content? Or are you satisfied with the deceitful teaching that is called the Christian teaching, the Christian doctrine, the Christian faith concerning the fictitious character, Jesus? No matter how good or how bad that story sounds, some may say it sounds good. Some may say it sounds bad. But it doesn't matter, good or bad. The story is not true that they tell about the character Jesus. It's not true according to the King James Bible. And that can be seen by reading carefully. And I'm not asking you to do this, okay? But it can be seen by reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and the book of uh, Exodus that speaks to the law of the Sabbath and the penalty for breaking that law of the Sabbath. So five books, Exodus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They give you a crystal clear picture of the character of Jesus, that he didn't die for anyone else's sins or crimes, he died for his own sin or crime, whichever one you prefer. That's in the book. That is indisputable. No matter who you hear say it. Because what they say is contrary to what's in the book. Okay? So, black people have been deceived, and they need to know that they have been deceived, that they have been given a bill of goods. Yeah. My people should know that. Matter of fact, they should listen to this broadcast and learn. Okay, but he that doeth evil hates the light, but he that doeth truth comes to the light. He comes into the knowledge of the truth. Okay. And he is bent on making that truth known, manifesting the things he has uh, found out and the things he he himself has done and how those things relate to King James Bible content. Truth is a serious matter. Truth is a serious matter. Black people play church. Now, I don't know what they're supposed to do in church. I've never heard somebody explain that. Okay? Uh, 
but they say church. What do I mean by that? Real quickly. Black people use the Bible in the church, and they have no understanding of the things that are in that book. Which old Bible they use? I deal with the King James Bible. They have, black people have no understanding, and this is the truth. This is the truth. The Bible, the Bible says, what is truth? Truth is my people. Black people, their formal name is Israelites or Israelite. They have no truth or they have no understanding of the things that are in the King James Bible. None whatsoever. Yet they play church, the preacher, whatever they want to call him, priest, the apostle, whatever, they, they give them names. But what a pastor, shepherd, whatever. The pastor, the shepherd, the priest, the apostle, the doctor, they get up there, read from the Bible, and they themselves have no knowledge of what's in the Bible. That's a shame. That is a shame. Black people, my people, the Israelites, need to stop lying, stop pretending this is a serious matter, people, to be deceived is serious, and to pretend to know something when you don't know it, that pretending is bad. That's bad. It's not good. Preachers get up there, black preachers, Israelite preachers get up there and tell lies, acting like they know what, they understand Bible content when they do not. Just they simply do not understand Bible content, and the people give them money. So my people, the Israelites, black people, go to church to give the preacher money for telling lies. Now that's what they do. They tell lies. They lie on Jesus. They lie on God. They lie on the Bible. They just tell lies. Many of them say God has called them. They don't even know who God is. <laughs> how you know? How you gonna know somebody called you and you don't even know who you don't even know them? You haven't heard their voice. You haven't seen anything, nothing. It doesn't matter about the lies they tell, okay? I know some can tell fantastic lies, but they all tell lies. <laughs> they all tell lies. Okay, so black, pre black preachers need to stop pretending. They need to confess to their people and step down, every one of them, every one of them, because every black Israelite preacher, if he's preaching Jesus, that Jesus lived, and, and you know what they teach about Jesus, and Jesus died for your sins, then he is or he or she is a liar. They are active liars. They are active pretenders. Black people need to get real. Get real. If you don't know something, admit you don't know it. Don't tell lies and pretend to know it. Now, I had a small congregation once upon a time many years ago, and I stepped down 
because I began to realize as I uh, began to scrutinize Bible content, examine Bible content, I began to realize, hey, I don't know this stuff. I don't, I'm learning something that, wow, you know, I realized that I didn't know. Let me say that real clearly. I realized that I did not know. Therefore, I stepped down from the pulpit. I did. Doesn't matter how large or how small my ministry was, I realized I did not know. And I said, I got to do some more studying. Because I began to see some things that I was never taught in the King James Bible. And I still see things up to this day. And that's been going on for many years. Something about anything. You don't learn everything at at once. It probably would be nice if you did, but it doesn't happen like that. It didn't happen like that for me, speaking from experience. Okay, so we have one who does truth, and we have those who do evil. They hate the truth. They will not come to the light. They will not manifest themselves. Okay? The Bible calls them, calls them evil. For, for everyone that doeth evil. If you do evil, you are evil. Evil people do evil things. Okay? We all know evil people can do good things as well, but it's still evil. Okay? That's the point. Okay. Now, listen to this statement, and then we'll get to the biography, I hope. John chapter 3, verse 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. Isn't that something? That's an authoritative uh, statement about the Son of God coming from his Father. God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world. Watch this, though. God did not send his son into the world to save the world. Did you know that? I know what preachers preach, and they'll read scriptures and all like that. Having no knowledge of what those statements mean that they read. You can't build a doctrine on one or two statements. Okay? You either know the the matter of truth with regard to the whole King James Bible, or you don't. My people do not know. Okay, so, but God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. Neither did he send his son into the world to save the world. And I hope we get to the, to the statements uh, in this episode that tell you and show you who God sent his son to. You may be surprised. Okay, but just remember remember that. God, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. God did not send his son into the world to save the world. Yes, I said that. That's real. 
no matter what you read in the Bible, the question is this, what does the Bible teach? It's a difference. You can read a lot of statements in the Bible, like the false, like the uh, preachers do, like preachers do. They read many statements from the Bible. But just because the Bible says that, that does not mean that is what the Bible teaches. It's a difference. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see here. Here's a statement, Genesis 45, verse 5. God did send me before you. And like I said, let me move on so I can get to those statements that tell you and show you in a real way who God has sent the Son of God to. Okay? So let me go back to the Bible. Back to the Bible. Okay? Just a moment. moment. I'm turning my pages. Two more pages to go. Okay, here we are. And remember this, that I began this episode by reading 15 or so statements, Bible statements. And I just read them. I did not clarify anything. I did not comment on any of those statements. I just read them to show that just reading Bible scriptures, and this applies to anybody, just by reading the Bible, you do not get understanding. That's not the purpose of the Bible. The purpose, the Bible, the Bible's purpose, the King James Bible's purpose, is not for you to read and get understanding in everything. Okay? Let me say it like this. It is not the purpose of the King James Bible that you read it and get understanding of all things. Okay? Now, that's the truth right there. That's the truth. First of all, you have to know what all things are. The preacher, the black preacher, many of them say that, that, that I've heard, they'll say all things mean everything. And not only black preachers, I've heard Gentile preachers say that as well. They'll say uh, all things in the King James Bible refers to everything. That's just as false as it can be. Okay? And I've been talking in, throughout the episodes, I've been talking about all things and showing you what all things are. Now, all those 15 or so statements that I read at the beginning, all of those statements are a part of all things. They are a part of the group that the King James Bible refers to as all things. Okay, here we go. All right. The Bible, Plato's Apocalyptic and Minute Biography of the Son of God. I'm going to pick up somewhere in the uh, in the biography because I've done the first few pages on it. I may just pick out some statements to explain things. Daniel 2, verse 22 says, He, 
reveals the deep and secret things. See, there are deep and secret things in the King James Bible. There are deep and secret things in Plato's dialogues. Remember, it is found, and this is a true a true thing that Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content that there's a relation between the two. They're related. Okay. Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content are related. If you preach, if you call yourself preaching from the King James Bible, you can also preach from Plato's dialogue, any one of them. Why? Because they are the same. They come from the same source. Their root, their origin is the same. For most of the Bible content, okay? Let me clarify that. For most of the Bible content, I just say it like this. Plato's dialogues, there's a strong, close, visible relationship between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. That's how I say it. But that is not to say that Plato said or says every single thing that is in the King James Bible. That's not to say that. But he says so much that I say, and this is just true by itself, it it stands along without any, it stands along, it stands on its own. There's a close, strong, visible relationship between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. That stands on its own. Okay? The evidence is there. I have already, at this time, 10 books of evidence showing the relationship. 10 books showing the relationship between Plato's Dialogues and King James Bible Company. It cannot be refuted. The relationship is indisputable. So, Daniel 2.22, he reveals the deep and secret things. Who is the he? The he is the son. The son, God says, you know God, Plato in the King James Bible says he is God. Right? I've been talking on that. I've been teaching on that. Plato, who is the Bible's Lord God, Lord uh, spelled with all caps? It's, Plato says that is he. Plato says, I am God. Another place, Plato says clearly, I am the Lord. That is my name. But then he asks, what is his name? His name is Plato. That's what he's called, okay? That's what men call that character, that individual, or that group, okay? Or that group is referred to as Plato. He reveals the deep and secret things. That's the work of the Son. And the Son has done all these things. Let me just read them. But as I read these things, 
keep in mind that the man Tommy of heart has done every one of these things, okay? No man comes to the Father. No man is a nickname in the King James Bible for the Lord God, the Son of God, found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. No man comes to the Father. All these statements are about a son who is found to be Tommy Hart. No man comes to the Father. He reveals the deep and secret things. He glorified me, says Plato. He wrote of me. He will show the people his covenant of peace. Remember, the man Tommy O. Hart has done all these things. He shall testify of me, says Plato. He will revive us. He expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. The he is the, the he is Tommy Hart, the himself is Tommy Hart. The thing that is hid bringeth he forth to light. Uh, let me read some of these other things. Well, well, that's enough. You get the point. All of these things that I just read, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 9. It looks like 9 that I just now read. Uh, all of those nine things the man Tommy O'Hart has done. Now, let me tell you, there is a statement in Isaiah that goes something like this. A woman, a virgin, young lady, or a woman, but the book says virgin, look up the term virgin, see what it means. A virgin shall bear a son. It goes something like that. And his name shall be called Emmanuel. Now, notice this right here. Somewhere, maybe the next uh, statement, but it's right close together, okay? After that, it says, the Lord will give you a sign. That Lord is written capital L, lowercase O-R-D. That Lord is a reference to the Son of God. The same one spoken of in the statement, uh, the prediction and promise that says, the Lord God will come. Well, in that statement in Isaiah, both of, them, both of them are in the book of Isaiah, it says, the Lord will give thee, are you, a sign. Now, the Lord has just recently come. It's not Jesus, as black preachers preach. Others may preach it as well, but I'm, talk, but I, but I'm talking about my people. My people need to know the truth. Okay, it says the Lord himself will give you a sign. Well, the Lord could not give a sign until he comes. Okay, once he comes, then it is possible for him that, uh, uh, possible that he may, and probable that he may, what, give you a sign. Well, these are signs, these nine statements that I read, they are signs of the presence of the Lord God, the Son of God, who is also referred to as no man in the King James Bible. Okay? That's something. Each one of these statements is a sign 
that God, the Son of God, is either here or either has been here. One or the other. Because it will be has been after the Son of God dies. But right now, presently, these signs, these are signs of the presence of the Son of God. The statement in Isaiah said, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Well, right here, I, I just read, I just gave you nine signs. I didn't give you just one. I gave you nine. Now, all in all, I've given you many signs, okay? But just now, I just gave you nine. I gave you signs yesterday, uh, what, uh, Whenever I appeared last time, I gave you signs of the presence of the Son of God on earth, in the flesh. The episode before that one, I gave you signs of the presence of the Lord God on earth, in the flesh. I've been given signs of the presence of the Lord God, the Son of God, for many years, okay? For many years. So this is not new. It may be new to you, and that's good if it is, because you're just hearing me, you know. But, uh, yes, I've been doing this for years, giving the people signs of the presence of the Lord God, the Son of God. You know, and many people see me. You know? Many people see the Son of God, and in their ignorance, they don't know who he is. But these are signs of the presence of the Son of God. That's what the biography is about. It gives you Plato's apocalyptic and minute biography, gives you many signs of the presence of the Son of God on earth and in the flesh. Now watch this. It takes a human being to do these things. People want to say God is a spirit. Watch this. And the Son of God is God, okay? He is God. He's, at this time, the man Tommy L. Hart is the King James Bible's living God. Okay. I'm still alive at this time. Okay. Let's see where I was here. Nine times. And the Bible and Isaiah said, when the Son of God comes, when the Lord comes, he will give you one thing. This is something, people, this is important. This is very important. I, moments ago, read off nine signs of the presence of the Son of God on earth. The scripture in Isaiah, I believe it's chapter 7, maybe verse 14, Isaiah 7, 14, maybe. You can look it up. Okay. And the statement in that statement in Isaiah says the Lord will give thee a sign. A means one. I have given you in this episode nine signs. How many does it take? How many does it take? How many signs of the presence of God on earth? How many does it take to convince anyone 
when the Bible has said he will give you a sign. And here you have nine. Oh, I was about to say, which I forgot. I was about to say, a spirit cannot do these things. A spirit cannot do these things. It takes a human being to do them. The man, Tommy L. Hart, has done them. The Bible declares the man, Tommy L. Hart, to be the son of God. It declares him at this time, this present time, to be the living God. It declares him to be the true God, the one and only true God. This is very important. Truth is important. It's important to understand Bible content because without the understanding of Bible content, you can be deceived. And black people have already been deceived. But they don't have to stay deceived. That's the thing about it. They can come out of their state of deception by what? By hearing the truth and receiving the truth. And stop. (laughs) Let me not go there. Okay? So, I talked about nine, I gave you nine signs, and I talked about them briefly. Talked about them briefly. The signs. Signs of the times. We are living in the time of the Son of God. Physical, physical, Appearance, physical and bodily appearance on earth. That's time in which we are living. The Son of God is here, alive at this time, talking, talking, talking on blog talk radio. Imagine that. God talking on Blog Talk Radio. The Bible asks a question. Did ever people hear the hear the voice of the the voice of God talking in the fire in the fire? You know the story about Moses, you know, and the burning bush. Okay. That's where the, that's where that statement is. Did ever people hear the voice of God? it's not a quote and live. Those of you who hear my voice, you don't die by hearing God's voice. None of, no one has died by hearing my voice. Okay? That's why I say it's important to know what the Bible teaches, not just what it says, but what it teaches. Very important. Oh, let me get this in, and I don't have much time, but this will show you, this will tell you who, to whom God is sent. Let me see here. Uh, First of all, Exodus 33, verse 12 says, bring up this people. I put in parentheses beside the statement, the Israelites. Now, I have brought up the Israelites. I have brought up the Gentiles. Uh, 
I've even brought up the Jews. And I have, maybe not on this program, but on Twitter, I've brought up the biracials. Okay, now, let me see here. Okay, here it is, people. It's just one or two verses here, one or two statements. Listen to this. It's not a whole lot of talk. It's just this. Listen. Matthew 28. Okay, let me read this one first. When thou art converted, talking to the Son of God, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. I'm trying to find it here. But anyway, that's, that's what it says. When thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. My brethren are the Israelites. How do, how do I strengthen them? I strengthen them with truth. I arm them with truth. Truth of Bible content. Now watch this. Go therefore now and work. That's uh, that's in Exodus five eighteen. Matthew twenty eight verse ten. Go tell my brethren. Who does Plato say are his brethren? He says his brethren are the Israelites. God the Father, Plato, has sent God the Son, the man Tommy of Heart, to their brethren, the Israelites. Remember I told you the Bible does not teach that the Son of God will save the world. God does not send his Son to save the world. No. This is what I, what I just showed you. Three statements. Statement one to the Son of God. God, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Statement number two, Matthew 28, verse 10. Go tell thy brethren. And the third one, oh, it's right in front of me. That's Luke 22, verse 32 that says, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Strengthen them with the truth because it was the truth by which I was converted. Okay? Go tell thy brethren. No, Plato says, go tell my brethren who are also my Tommy of Hearts brethren. Okay? The Israelites. The Israelites are black people. The people who the, who the Gentiles conquered and all those they didn't kill, they scattered abroad in the nations of the Gentiles. The United States and the UK being two of those nations. So now I showed you to whom the Son of God is sent. Now, truth, truth is for everybody, okay? But the Son of God is sent to his brethren, the Israelites, black people scattered abroad in the nations of the Gentiles in the United States of America and the UK. Okay? That's it. Now, while I'm here, John 7 verse 4 says to me, Show thyself to the world. Those are commandments to the Son of God. Manifest thyself. Show yourself. Present yourself to the people. When you are converted, strengthen your brethren. Go tell my brethren. I can say go tell our brethren. And then he ends, he says, Exodus 5.18, go therefore now and work. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Don't forget to join me on Twitter. Always make Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place. Go to Amazon.com, search Tommy L. Hart, book list, 
order from my from from my list there. Keep these things in mind. Join me next time.